Welcome back to another episode of Forgotten Eagles Podcast. I am your host, John Helsebeck, the former assistant baseball coach and assistant athletic director at Stanley Community College in Albemarle, North Carolina. Thanks for joining us for another episode. And as always, this should be the JUCO motto. You ain't been to like the JUCO life or the JUCO circuit, it's going to be different for you. But like, it's a grind though. That's all it is. It's just a, it's just a different grind. You got to get it in more. We're going to surprise a lot of people. We're going to do some big things this year. We got a lot of dogs. A lot of dogs. Yeehaw! Ladies and gentlemen, we are back to another edition of Forgotten Eagles Podcast. And tonight, we have a special edition podcast. Um, I guess you could say... Probably more fitting would be a celebrity shot podcast as well because this cat is a superstar. And before we get to him, um, I must say for the first time publicly that I cannot wait to rejoin my guy in the dugout in 2023. Yes, you heard it here first. I have joined the Somerville High School baseball coaching staff and I am absolutely pumped for the 2023 campaign. But you got to be even more excited with all the talent on the roster. And it starts with the number one ranked player in the 2024 class in the state of South Carolina in every ranking outlet. Doesn't matter. He's number one. And he's also ranked no lower than I've seen. If I have seen it lower than this, I I probably deleted them. Um, But no lower than fifth across the nation, the entire nation. How sweet it is to have the powerful lefty swinging PJ Morlando in the house. What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? How are you doing? Good, man. I, I'm so excited to have you on here. This is awesome. Let's do it. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, it's it's you're coming off of a uh, off a very good tournament. Um, I don't know who all heard it. I know your your pop sent me the SoundCloud clip. Um, was able to hear that in your interview. You did a great job as always. Um, but your Canes national team, the 2024 16U um, team, just won the Ultimate Baseball Championship in West Palm Beach, Florida. You guys won the championship, and you were named the MVP. Tell us a little bit about that week. Oh, man, it was awesome. You know, um, the first tournament we got put together was playing up in USA. Uh, we played up in age group, so we got to see the best 17E talent in the in the country. Um, we put up a good fight, and uh, we knew a squad. It was our first time being the new co- coaches and stuff, so we obviously knew we had some work to do as a uh, team to get together. Um, so this was basically our first tournament of the year, and um, to start off with a win is pretty huge um, to move on for the rest of the summer and uh, bigger tournaments, WWA coming up soon. But um, yeah, we, I mean, we faced some really good arms. We faced some good talent in our age group. We knew where we stood based off rankings, based off our team and uh, seeing like the talent that we provided in that USA tournament. I knew, we knew we had a shot. So we, we lit it up with some energy. We swung the bats a lot um, and our pitching staff was just on fire and electric. So um, we kind of walked in there and we, we owned it. We owned that spot. So huge first tournament of the year for Canes. That's awesome, man. And um, tell us a little bit about um, so how, how this works, because obviously you guys were on the you were on the 15U national team last year and 14U and so on and so forth. But you're you, the same, pretty much the same core group stayed together, correct? And now you guys are moved up with uh, Brian Hux and uh, Corey Welch. Yes, sir. So um, from 14U, we have about, I think, six 
core players who started off originally, you know, each year it kind of either drizzles down or, um, you know, we add to it. But um, this year we have a bunch of new kids. So it was kind of like a let's meet in a Snapchat group chat and uh, see how we click together. And um, I see no bad blood. I see everybody's energy being hyped. And um, yeah, we're all, I mean, we're basically family. And it's <laughs> two weeks into the summer. I mean, you can't ask for more. No, absolutely not, man, for sure. So um, I, I do know, um, removed just one year prior, um, I'm walking into West Palm Beach, uh, same facility, same everything. I actually am on the phone with with my mom. You guys are, uh, we got four Somerville players down there, um, 10 hours away about to play each other. Um, Cause that makes sense, right? But, um, but I'm walking in, I was like, PJ's up, bing. PJ hit a bomb, line shot right over the right foot wall. Um, you know, what, how, how did you do this tournament um, at the dish? What was uh, ultimately what led to, uh, obviously, you're a stud, but what led to the MVP, uh, uh, them, them choosing you for MVP? Um, so, USA, we were facing arms that were 92 to 97. <laughs> so, we were facing some fuzz. That'll wake <laughs> you up real quick. Oh, my. 8 a.m. in the morning, we're facing 95, 96, tops 97. So, um, yeah, 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 that'll wake you up. So we go into um, West Palm Beach, and the first arm we see is a crafty lefty throwing 75. So my approach had to change a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to focus on hitting it backside, and um, you know if you're trying if you're trying to focus backside, you can still pull a ball. I mean that doesn't change. So um, the first game I hit a three RBI double to put our uh, team in the lead 3-0. I think the fourth inning. So pretty late start of the game. It was just really early. We were just still waking up from the car ride and stuff but um yeah that that started off my tournament really well and i just i kept seeing the ball i was trying to see really good quality at bats just trying to put the ball in play and, and i mean it just worked everything worked my my swing and every single at bat just clicked got a lot of rbis i racked up a lot of hits i, I finished batting 500 and uh and two hits in the semifinals, two hits in the championship game so i mean overall just a great weekend Imagine that. Imagine that. PJ had a great weekend. Um, <laughs> but no, I uh, I first met you um, in in travel ball with the Warriors organization um, run by Austin Smithwick and Austin Alexander. Um, uh, again, Austin Smithwick's son um, will be going to committed to Ole Miss, um, and if if he even goes gets there on campus, um, pending on drafts. But um, and and you're committed to uh, to Mississippi State. Um, and man, before we get into all this stuff about, you know, right now, what was your first memories of playing baseball? Man, my first memories growing up in Clearwater, Florida. Um, I played a bunch of little league, Clearwater little league. And, um, I still, I still talk to friends I played with there, but, um, dad was the coach. Listen to my grandpa all the time. We all lived together and my grandpa was a former MLB player. So that was a pretty good, uh, voice to have in your head while playing baseball t-ball for sure for sure <laughs> yeah so um growing up you know having having that support group and um you know having my dad my mom take me to all these new different places just trying to trying to develop my game i moved to south carolina and and probably my best baseball memory was winning that dixie youth world series for a uh, westcott all-stars i mean that that that's just you know a dream as a kid you want to go play and you want to win a little league world series well what we have here is the dixie dixie league world series so being able to compete in that and then ending up breaking i broke the hit record i broke the bat average record i broke the hitting streak record and i also broke the 
uh, walk record. So I kind of walked in there, um, not really having much much expectations. We had a good squad, you know. I mean, we're playing the the best um, kids in the country for our age group, and we're only 12 years old, so you can't really expect much. But I mean, that was just an unreal experience, and and that's when I think baseball really clicked for me. Right, so somewhere, somewhere at Westcott, there's a there's a wall of all the the records, and they all are PJ Morlando. <laughs> so <laughs> right. so yep. as as a kid, man, I know I grew up in a in a cool era um, with with King Griffey Jr., Frank Thomas, Chipper Jones, um, you know all those all those guys that I, I I talk to kids these days and and will you know throw a name out. And, and they look at me like I'm crazy. I have no clue who they are. And it makes me feel very old, which I guess I am. But who was who was your favorite player um, growing up as a kid? Who would you like to emulate and, and things like that? Ben Zobrist was my favorite baseball player. Nice. I love that. Yes. So, so I'm, I'm a diehard Rays fan. And, um, you know, he was a big part of the Rays organization. He was a switch hitter. Literally could play whatever position you needed. And just, I mean, he was just a stud. So um, I really looked. I, I looked up to him, and then I also looked up to uh, Sam Fold, if you remember him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. So um, he was a cancer survivor two times, starting center fielder for the Tampa Bay Rays. He got traded to the Oakland Athletics. I try to follow him as much as I can. He retired pretty recently, um, but he was just a diehard player. You know, he gave up 110 percent, 120 percent every single game, and um, wasn't satisfied. Satisfied until he went five for five every game, and still wasn't satisfied with that. So that was just um, an inspiration for me. Absolutely, man. So I know. Um, so I'm, I'm coaching with the Warriors, and and then Austin Alexander's telling me, um, "Hey, you know, we got there's this kid. Wait till you see PJ. PJ's a stud. Wait till." You, and and uh, you were playing on a couple teams, I think, at the time. And um, so you come up to Myrtle Beach with us, and and you get in the box, and um, I, th- I think the first the first time I fell in love with you was the first pitch you saw. And it was a pitch low and away that every other little kid would swing at, and and this is, what three years ago now, and and you yeah. just you just spit on it, nice and easy, didn't lunge, you're just easy back. I'm like, okay, this kid, I'm gonna go ahead and get his autograph. I'm gonna get everything right here. Um, you know, I fell in love with you from the beginning, but there was a moment that I hear from people that really put you on the map. You hit a you hit a four four mile home run one time or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> Diamond Prospects Fall League, baby. Seventh grade year. You, you got to remember it like it was yesterday. And it was off one of my best friends. <laughs> so I always mess with about that. But, I mean, it, it gets brought up daily about how that that event and that swing of the bat put me on the map and, and put me where I am today. I mean, I, I can't thank Diamond Prospects enough. I can't thank Coach Austin Alexander enough. I mean, I, I wouldn't be here without any of that. So, um I get up in the box. I have a pretty good day. I'm two for two on the day, um, and I was just expecting fastball. It was it was late at night. I think it was about 9:30, and we're still playing this game. And everybody's ready to just go home. And I'm like, dude, I get one more at bat. Like I'm hyped up to do yeah, it. Yeah, you're excited. DJ's not leaving the field, man. He's ready hey, to go. I'm I'm never satisfied going two for two unless there's something good at the end of it. Come on now. <laughs> You can't just eat um, dinner without dessert. Come on now. So I go up there and I'm just like, all right, whatever. This kid, I know this kid. He's just going to try to throw me fastballs. Well, he throws me five fastballs outside. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. Because, you know, you walk in a showcase and you, you get to finish your at-bat and stuff. So he leaves one high. And, and and as soon as I see it and I just I just unload, unload on it. It's a showcase. I'm swinging out my shoes. And, I, I you know, you really never know what happens. If you hit one, it's, it's going to go a mile. If you don't, it's just going to go right back in the catcher's glove. But... I get a hold of it and it's going 
it's just keep going. River Bluff Wall, you know, that football press box, it goes about three-fourths, almost clears it, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, my goodness, there's no way I just hit that ball that far. So it's <laughs> definitely the farthest ball I've ever hit in my life at that time. And, and the next day I wake up to uh, a text from Coach Aussie. He's like, hey, you know, Clemson wants to talk to you. Carolina wants to talk to you. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I haven't even finished middle school yet (laughs) one one swing of the bat changed it all now i was there at the dp um fall showcase last year at at river bluff and and dude you're still a legend there of course because some people will say it hit off the top of the um the tower some will say it landed across the football field i mean the the story it's like when you catch a bass it's always way bigger but i do know i've seen the video that ball was absolutely destroyed Yeah, now I use it as like motivation. You know, I, I went and go play to the pro day and I hit a few over over that wall and onto the football field about halfway. So <laughs> time I have a new I have a new uh, goal for myself. So that was good. Oh, absolutely. I, and most times, you know, you go shag right behind the wall for PJ. You actually go beyond the football field to to get those balls that he hits there. So um, you just mentioned it. Um, all these schools are calling you now. All of a sudden in middle school. Um, what what ultimately led number one Mississippi State and number two what what made you and and continues to to let to tell you that it is it was a good idea to commit that early you committed in eighth grade correct oh yeah eighth grade okay. um you know I'm I was young I mean it's it's a dream to go D one. And um, as every little kid's dream, of course, in the sport that they love, you, you never really expect it and you never really know how early it comes. I, I never knew that there was any chance of me being able to get that recognition, that catch of an eye at such an early age. I just made sure that I was prepared myself, that I was mature enough to be able to you know, handle a college phone call and uh, make sure that I have somewhat of a personality. <laughs> but um you know, most kids aren't ready for that. You know, it's 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 a hard it's a hard conversation to have with a grown college coach. So, I think going into the whole recruiting process, it's it's a lot. You know, each day you have a phone call to make. Each day you have something to check up on. Each day you have a text to send on how you did the day before, on how your training's going, and uh, what you're progressing on. Um, I, I I loved every single coach that I talked to, Coach Kingston coach Monty Lee what a great guy and then coach Lamonis at Mississippi State and coach Foxall I mean you couldn't just go wrong I went and looked at each school that I was talking to and and as soon as I walked out that um that dugout and just onto the field and looked around I I just fell in love like there was there was no other place that I just fell in love and just adored and I was just like starstruck I don't I, I usually don't get starstruck but when I field I was just like oh my god this is where I want to play this is my home and 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 I was in eighth grade it was right when COVID hit I had no more classes then we're here you know going to have a camp and and, an unofficial visit at at my dream school so I mean that's obviously a dream come true and 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 each time I talk to the phone on the phone uh, with coaches and stuff, they just made me feel like I was family. You know, they made me feel like I was one of them. They made me feel that I was living there. They made me feel included with the team wins and stuff. They always kept me updated. So I just couldn't go wrong with the decision that I made. I, I still, each day, I just I just thank God for the opportunity to 
give me what I have today. So this might be a little off um, off of our script here, but um, you know how how do you deal with that? You know, each day is it is it a you're constantly? Um, I know the answer, but for the kids and the the people listening, is it a is it you're you're just you're pumped right now? Let's go to Mississippi State tomorrow, or are you are you staying in the moment? How hard is that to stay in the moment? Yeah, so I I had that decision to make. I had probably. I want to say nine months that I waited for my decision and, and I just prayed on it. I had, I had to wait for my, you know, make sure that my family was good with my decision and make sure that they were as, as in love as I am. Cause it, it's not just you. I mean, I mean, obviously you dedicate yourself to the game, but also your family, family dedicates so much for you to, you know, give up what you have for the game. You know, like that's, that's just how it is. But, um, you know, each day you, you look and you're just like, Okay, where do you want to go? I mean, I want to go to Mississippi State. Where does this kid want to go? He wants to go to Mississippi State. You want to see all these little kids. You want to, uh, they want to come and and go to the same school as you. And I think that like that refreshes your mind to see how many people dream of going to the same spot as you. And and uh, um, you already have that in your in your book in the back of your hand. So I, th- I think that's what really gets me going is that there's other kids who have dreams of going to the same school that I do. For sure. And I mean, that's on here as well. So, you know, what with with all the spotlight that you have and let's let's be honest, there's a lot of people that wouldn't come to a Somerville baseball game uh, from the community just to come. They're, they're coming to see this kid. They heard about PJ Orlando. And then you have a hell of a supporting cast with Carson Messina and, and Maddox Webb and so on and so forth down the line. Thera Tavermina and, and so on and so forth. Uh, Gavin Mitchell, you know, um, um, Campbell McCurry, and it just goes on and on. The the star the the star uh, capacity there is is good and only getting better, you know. So when how hard is it to perform day in and day out through the high school year, through the summer season, when you have all the scouts there, um, kids are coming over from other tournaments to watch PJ Morlando play. They're all asking you for your autograph, I'm sure. Um, you know how how is it how how do you stay grounded through all that man when you step on the field when you get in between that line it's just the game of baseball it's supposed to be played with fun and energy and you know obviously it's a game of failure but at the same time you have to have fun playing it there's never really pressure unless you put it on yourself and i feel like if you're staying your ground and if you know what you can do and if you want to push yourself you want to play against yourself you know when you have pressure on yourself you're playing a mind game so I feel like the best thing that you can do is just make sure you're strong mentally. That, that's the best thing I can say is the game of pressure is it's all mental. You never really have to worry about what's going on outside the field. It's, it's all what's between the lines. You know, you look across the field, you're playing against your opponent. You know, let's just say you're playing Ashley Ridge, you're playing your rival. Okay, well, let's just say it's it's me versus Chase Stryker. That's, that's my competition of the day. So let me go against him and not look out outside the fence because that doesn't matter until after the game. You have to go talk to them and stuff, but it, it, it's what's between the lines. So I think that's what keeps me going in the game, and that's what keeps me focused. Beautiful. How, how old were you when you signed your first autograph? <laughs> 13. <laughs> that's awesome. Was it, well, was it an adult or was it a kid? <laughs> oh, my god. Wait, was that me? It might have been me. I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh my god! No, it was it was an adult. He came up with me with a picture of myself, and I was just like, "You want me to sign this for you?" And, I, and he goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I'm 13." Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll sign it with me. I don't even know what my autograph is. How what is it? P J M O. 
trying to figure it out on the fly, man. So you just mentioned how uh, terrific your parents are. Um, Perry uh, retired. Your father retired military. Um, absolute stud. Uh, your mom, Christy, just a beautiful angel. And so is your sister, Linnea. Um, she's pretty good at softball, right? So tell us a little bit about the family dynamics um, between um, you got the star baseball pupil here. You got dad who, um, I, I don't know, sure he could break anybody's neck at any point. I don't know what he's been through, but you never know. Um, no, but just um, very thankful for him serving the country and, uh, and and everything like that. And your mom's just a, an all-star as well. So tell us a little bit about the family dynamics throughout the summer and um, going to softball games, baseball games. How's that work? Yeah, so now that my dad's retired, you know, he, he has a lot more time for us, um, which is I'm very grateful for. I mean, obviously before he was out there serving for our freedom and stuff. So he had to, you know, go travel to different places south korea he, he missed my first home run i'll never uh i'll always joke with him about that i'm like hey remember when you missed my first home run but I'm just, <laughs> um he always gives us the most time that he has so is my mom she she drove me today to unc greensboro for a east coast pro tryout and then drove me back so i mean that just shows how dedicated my parents are right. each time linnea has a tournament my sister they're both all the way on the all instantly phone call she needs to play okay we're all going and and i'll follow right there with them i i can't i can't explain how much i love watching her play i mean it's just you know you know you only have so many years of going to watch your sister play and, and, and i'm gonna miss it when um i have to go but i'm gonna try to make as many as i can before i i do it's gonna get me emotional she's <laughs> i just i can't she's my little girl you know what i mean absolutely uh, Absolutely, I got a I got a house full of them, man, and you know I got your back with her too. We're not gonna let let oh, nobody man. mess with her. Absolutely, never. <laughs> but I'm just grateful to have two very dedicated parents in my life. So I'm, I'm just I can't be more grateful with them. They're always feeding me, making sure I'm all good, giving me ice whenever I need it, going to get me Pedialyte liquid IV if I'm feeling dehydrated. So you right. know. I'm, I can't be more grateful. Absolutely, man. That's that's another thing, man. Just um, you know, on the on that summer tour, um, you're going to Atlanta, West Palm Beach, Sanford, Florida, Cary, North Carolina, and everywhere else you go. Um, what's it like, man, with double headers as a player? I know I, I'm old and and uh, and I, I can't do it anymore, obviously. But um, I don't remember the heat being like that when I was playing back in the day, man. So how, how do you guys? Um, seriously, how do you guys get through a doubleheader in, in Atlanta, Georgia, during the World with Bat when it is 115 degree heat index at East Cobb on turf? Yeah, I mean, you don't know how hot it is until you're playing a game on the turf. It's 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 unreal. I mean, my my cleats will literally melt. I literally have two pairs of cleats that have melted these past years that I've been playing. I've I seen mean, it happen. It's brutal. Unreal. So um, the night before, I make sure that I get enough liquid in me and, and I take three liquid IV packets and put it in one of my like half gallon water bottles to make sure that I drink it right before I go to sleep. So the next morning I'll have to, you know, obviously go number one, but then I'll be hydrated throughout the day and I just keep staying hydrated. But it's, it's always the night before you got to make sure that you're ready for it. Um, you'll, you'll, your body will never adapt to the heat and staying hydrated if you're doing it the day of. So it's always the day before. Um, but also you have to make sure that you're eating enough fruits and make sure that you have enough uh, uh, mass in you because as soon as you lose your water weight, I mean, you're, you're eating off your, your muscle and stuff. So you have to make sure that you're staying hydrated throughout those days. Um, you know, I, I like ice towels, you know, frog tog. I keep yep. a cool in there. I keep a frog tog with me all the time. Make sure that's on my neck if I do get a little hot. But, um, you know, it's, it's just um, another mental game. You got to make sure that you're 
mentally healthy for that. I mean, it, it's a it's a grind. It's not it's not just a simple go out and play baseball. It, it's a it's a it's kind of a hassle to get through that. Oh, for sure. So um, we all know just by if you haven't seen PJ, well, you, you definitely got to come down to the Ville next next spring and, and, and take in a game. Um, mentioned Forgotten Eagles for five dollars off. I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, obviously God reached down and said, boom, you're you have all the talent in the world here. Um, but but it hasn't always been that easy with you talking about drinking right, eating right. Um, what's what's your workouts like? I know you lift like crazy. Um, I know I heard you a little bit talking on the XM show um, about your your hitting regimen. Um, tell us a little bit about all that. So, usually throughout the baseball season, I don't I don't do like during the summer ball. I don't do weights. I try to do as much body weight as I can, mm-hmm. and I do that as often as I can. So, like like I said before, I go to sleep every night. I do that liquid IV or I do a Pedialyte just to keep me hydrated, but I also do as many pull-ups, sit-ups, push-ups as I can, and that just gets my body activated. It keeps me, you know, gaining muscle. I mean, when, when you're playing well, triple headers in 115-degree weather, I mean, you, you literally just do not have the energy to go out and lift as soon as you do that. So I just make sure that I do my body weight and stuff, but in the off season, it's just a grind. You know, you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning some days and go lift. You go lift at 10 o'clock at night. You know, you just have to make sure that you get a heavy lift in. You gotta that that's your that's your time to go lift those heavy weights, gain gain muscle, gain strength, and um, the and agility, of course. Um, but hitting, I hit every day, literally every day, unless there's just a day that you need a break. So that's like maybe once a year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's not just hitting; you have to take a, a mental break too. So. You know, I go I go fishing with Brayden a lot. I'm, I'm uh, fishing just like my escape time. It's my time to go out and you know go do something that's not stressful and get my mind off baseball for a little bit. Right, and that was one of the questions. You know, what do you do beside other than baseball? So you go fishing. I know. Um, I do know. It's so funny, man, to me because. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, you're a rock star, dude, and and I absolutely love it. And um, you know, it's so funny to to hear people be like, "Hey, I saw PJ today." I'm like, "Yeah, I saw him like yesterday in, at, at the house." You know, I, I, I PJ, I saw him. I passed PJ. The, um, you know, so what? What? I mean, driving around town, you know, you're a rock star. You show up at these tournaments, you know, you're a rock star. Like, what do you do? Like you said, fishing. What else do you do to just get your mind away from uh, baseball and allow yourself to be a 16 year old kid? I mean. Honestly, I just go go and lift with friends. That's that's another big thing with me is I try to go link up with friends whenever I can that I'm, I'm home and go get together with them and, and, and talk to them for a little bit. And, um, you know, like I, I lift with all my buddies a lot. That's that's a big thing with me. Um, I just try to get as many friends as I can out to go fish. That's that's huge. Um, and then I have a sometimes we'll go do wiffle ball games in, in, in the front of my neighborhood. We have a huge open field. So. You know, it's just anything you can to get your mind away from stress. Because, you know, playing in summer and, and having legit maybe a week off of your whole summer, it's, it's really focused on having to do what you do. It's, it's really focused on um, playing at your 100%, your best ability. It's it, it, a lot of scouts there and stuff. So it's obviously pressure. It's obviously stress. And um, you don't realize that until after a full day of playing baseball that you get tired. Right. Um, so yeah, I, you know, fishing, hanging out with friends, that's it's, it's what I do. Awesome, man. And one of the most beautiful things, um, and you're, you're a better man than me. Um, you know, if, 
I could go ahead and tell you if I had the talent you had, you have at, at your age, um, I would, I, I regretfully say, um, I think I've gotten better over time, but um, I, I would not as be as humble as you are, man. Um, one of the beautiful things I love about you is it doesn't matter um, who the person is. Um, you befriend everybody and you take, you take young, you take younger guys, but you also take some guys older than you, um, that, that play baseball under your wing and just kind of be their friend and lead them. And, and, um, you know, you help them out as well. So where, where does that come from? Um, honestly, it just comes from trying to be the best person I can be. You know, I, I want to treat everybody the way that I want to be treated. I just want to come out with a smile on my face because I think that a smile will, will make could make somebody's day and especially through th this time of the world where you know mental mental health is a pretty big thing you never know what somebody's going through and and everybody has their own you know get up story or or get to the league story but nobody understands that the challenges that some people have to make so you know why add a challenge to their plate instead of you can open up to them and and welcome and welcome them to your life you know what i mean um i think taking somebody under your wing is is what you should do i think that um you know some people don't understand the, the grind it takes and, and it's it's cool to show them what it takes it's cool to show them my my uh progression of the game and show them what it takes to get to the next level and and that's why it's really cool to show little kids or younger kids um the process of being a high school athlete and trying to take your games to the next level. Absolutely, man. You touched right on it. But, you know, mentally, I was just reading some stuff about Bryce Harper. You know, you're drafted number one. You you have all this pressure on you. Same thing with, like, LeBron in basketball, Paolo now at Batman basketball. You're, 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 a, you're a high stock guy, um, and you're helping everybody else. Um, but what do you do um, – to you know is, do you feel there's a burden on you to have to perform every game i know that's a question a lot of people um have asked me about you and i was like dude to me pj's pj he's always smiling he's always happy and if he gets out he finds a way to not get out next time um you know but but you know like you just said it's a grind but what what is, what is like some of the main mental burdens that you're facing and, and maybe you don't have any but it's got to be tough yeah you know being who i am I'm a hitter, so um, each day there's always a pitcher who wants to try to get me out, and so I feel like I have a target on my back, and, and I think that's honestly a good thing, because at the end of the day, it's going to make you better player. You're gonna you're gonna see everybody's best pitches. You're gonna see another school's best arm when they hear Somerville Green Wave. They're gonna throw their best arm. They want to beat you. Um, so I think the biggest thing is, you know, I have a, I have a target on my back, and, and the thing that I have to do is, if I if I fail, I have to learn from that failure and take it into my next at bat and work on it. Um, and I think my biggest at bat was Asher Ridge, Chase Striker, Coastal Commit, throwing a very good game. We're down two zero. Fantastic game, yes sir. Yes, runner on second. I I I struck out my first at bat of the game. On, on three change-ups and two sliders. So I knew that he was going to work soft with me, but I knew that he was going to try to hit his low spots, try to hit my back foot, and then chip away. That's just how he is. Um, next at-bat, I get hit, but it was a good, it was a great at-bat. I was seeing every single pitch, so I knew that I had it my last at-bat. What I did was I readjusted my swing. I made sure that my hips were staying into the ground and that I was able to drive the ball. 
and it was a very in my hand slider and I just put my hands through the ball I hit a backside single put our put us on the scoreboard two to one we had a, we had a good chance that game um you know I think that's just what I do is, is I try to make sure that I learn from my failure the previous at bat or the previous game and I just keep building up on on that um mistake yeah, absolutely man you can't I mean you can't it's, it's like talking to a 20 year old vet talking about baseball with you man so it's beautiful stuff um with with all these successes that you're having um and will continue to have what's what's your biggest weakness that you feel that you have to work on as as not necessarily just a or as a hitter and also as an all-around player yeah um you know I'm, I'm working on my speed a lot i i just i just ran a six nine eight which is i know i know it's still close to seven but we're working for under seven hey i, I didn't see no seven in that bro six nine eight is what hey, i heard that's what i'm talking about baby that's uh, it. positivity yes sir i'm working on the arm strength i, I, I threw 87 my previous was 78 so we're, we're working with that i threw 90 two days ago at um on a pocket radar so now that now that i'm working towards that goal of, of getting 90 plus from you know a fielding position and then obviously um with the stick i'm just making sure that i can hit everything that's pitched to me and um working on my cons or, or, or my eye at the plate making on my pitch recognition and uh plate discipline that's, right. that's my biggest goal right now is plate discipline and that's that's going to be um, that's that's a hell of a goal to have right now, um, especially with the arms you're facing throughout the summer. Um, that's only going to make you better facing the best arms in the nation on the uh, the summer heat trek, as I like to call it. But oh yeah, uh, I, th I think one of the biggest things that that I saw, um, you know, over the over the last year, um, especially over the high school season, that I loved. Um, about you is that you were never just a pull pull happy guy. You were never that, but you had pull power. Oh, yeah. um, and and over the over the course of the year and and the fall and the and the sun and the spring, um, it seemed that you were more comfortable handling those pitches. You knew what the pitchers were wanting to do, like you just said about striker, and you were able to handle those pitches down in a way and not just poke them over the left side. You were driving the baseball hard in the gap. Oh yeah, yeah. Um... That was a big thing that I implemented in my game is because, you know, everybody knows that I have I have good pull side power, but nobody, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you can't hit a ball backside. I'm like, OK, well, watch this at that. Right. So, that, you know, that, that was like a competition I had in my head is let's see how far I can hit this ball backside. So, you know, in BP, you know, when softball games are going on, you can't hit the softball girls. You can't let, leave them with the concussions. So um, <laughs> I was trying we just to might as well work on backside here. Yeah. Might as well work on backside. And when I realized that my stuff was working is, is when I started poking balls backside that were going over the fence. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here like, Oh my goodness, there's no way I can just hit that ball over. Um, I, I just worked a lot of drills. on keeping my hands, you know, inside my body, making sure that I can, um, work around the ball is, is what I say is, is work around the ball and keep my barrel behind me um, and what I do is in the cages I try to hit the ball towards left field foul ball and, and that works on my power towards the backside and, and seeing the ball into the plate you know you know I'm, I'm a pretty big physical guy so uh, people are going to try to work away and um, you know it's, it's a really good thing to have is, is being able to hit the ball backside Absolutely hit the ball to all fields for sure. And for I know sure. there should be a lot of kids that rewind that right there and, and start taking notes on what PJ just said. But um, all the accolades, man, that you, you get, 5A player of the year, uh, number one here, number one there, obviously they're all deserved. Um, but who's the best player that you've actually had a chance to be on the same team with and play with? 
Um, Canes National, our shortstop, Owen Pena. I don't know if you name, but oh my goodness. When he's oh, talking, he's a stud. He's a stud. Oh my goodness, an absolute stud. Unfortunately, he's going to Ole Miss, though. So, you know, that's that's going to hurt in a few years. But, man, can that kid just flat out rake? And, and he has the best glove I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, when, when you when you literally think of a kid who doesn't make an error, knock on wood, um, <laughs> When, when he doesn't make an error, I'm so serious. The kid's robotic. I've I've only seen the kid make one error in three years of playing with him. Like and, and, and as a shortstop who's six foot three, a lefty power hitter too. I mean that's just literally unheard of. So I, I think that's my that's the best player I've ever played with. Best player that you have played against. Ooh, there you go. Um, I mean I've played against a lot of studs in my life, but um, I, I'd have to say Tucker Toman. Yeah. The, it just flat out rakes both sides of the plate. Um, I, I saw him. I saw him try to hit righty the other year. Um, but just the kid's left-handed swing is just gorgeous. When, when you when you when you try to think of a left-handed swing better than Tucker Thomas, I don't know if you can name one. Like legit, just the kid flat out rakes. Um, we played him in IP Classic with uh, Cole Messina, Aiden Hunter. You know, like that was that was like pretty right. much. Arena. And we we put a good good being against his team, but. Yeah, when, when you when you want to play against the best competition, I, I think Tucker Toman was in. So when I was growing up, we had a guy named Cy Young. Yes, that was his name. Obviously, I don't think there was any relation. Um, but we faced Cy Young in high school, and then we faced him again um, at at the college level too. And he was a guy. Uh, me and one of my best friends growing up, Bubba Donathan. Um, he, we, we, I don't think we ever got a hit off of him. Um, really? No matter how much we studied him, uh, we knew he was going to throw a split finger. That was going to run back in. We knew that he was going to, you know, give a soft away, make come fastball up and in. Uh, we knew everything about him, um, and for some reason, it was like the earth, um, t- the axis tilted in his favor, and the ball just disappeared when I swung. Have you faced a faced a guy like that at the plate that that you're looking forward to facing again? That you so far you just haven't had success against. Yeah. So. Um... I can't remember his name, but do, do you remember the lefty that we faced in the play and that uh, spring tournament from? He's committed to UNCW. Uh, no, no, that's when uh, that's when B had the surgery, I think. Oh shoot! Uh, he's committed to UNCW. He was he was a lefty who was throwing 88, 90 with just an unreal slider, and it literally made me look stupid. It was hilarious. It was yes. the only ever felt stupid in a box. I love <laughs> your vibe, man. It made me look stupid, man. It's all good. Hilarious. I'll get I'll get him again. Yeah, yeah. So so he, he followed me on Instagram the next day, and I texted him. I said, um, I don't know what you were planning to do, but um, I felt like you were just playing a video game against me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I felt like I was playing like an MLB create a player type show. Um, it was just <laughs> real. The kid, the kid was the kid. I felt was like unhittable. Um, but we 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 got on the board when uh, Trey Bunch gets up with a runner on first base. He throws him a fastball high and in, and, and Trey Bunch pulls it over the the left field uh, left field fence that put us up in the scoreboard. I think I think we won two uh, one that game. But right. that unreal. I, I wish I knew his name. I'll I'll have to. Yeah, we'll uh, find it. We'll find it. We'll see if we can get you guys to work out together, see if we can take some BP off of them. I know, yeah. I'll, I'll send him a plane ticket to Somerville, South Carolina. Yeah, he'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah. 
Um, we talked about it earlier, man. Um, a little bit, a little bit longer. We'll wrap it up. But uh, uh, we talked about it earlier. We mentioned Diamond Prospects and uh, what all it's done for you. It's done a lot for me, getting me back in the um, scouting, scouting ranks and, and things like that. And being with Austin Alexander and and who he, um, you know, has himself around uh, the greatest coaches in, in the state. And um, it's just a, it's a win for everybody. Um, I'm running the Diamond Prospects Fall League in Myrtle Beach still um, this this fall, but we'll obviously be in the Ville doing that stuff here. But, um, you know, what is what has Diamond's Prospects done for you? Obviously, you had the good camp and they got you on the map, but um, I know it runs deeper than that. Yeah, um, they, tr- they tr- uh, showed me what family is about. You know, baseball family is bigger than is bigger than a game. I was so fortunate enough to meet Coach Austin Alexander at a young age, and I, I really couldn't thank him or the Diamond Prospects family enough. Um, I'd recommend anybody who's listening to this, um, a kid or a parent who has a younger kid, take take your kid to this, this showcase. I mean, you, you get to show your talents, you get to see where you rack up against the best players in the state. They're always gonna be there. Um, they make sure that they have scouts always on you, eyes always on you, on and off the field. They get to see, you know, your actions, but also the actions off the field with um, attitude and stuff. I mean, you literally just can't name a better experience than a Diamond Prospect Showcase. Um, I would not be here without them. I love it, man. TheDiamondProspects.com. Go check them out. I know we got the Palmetto games coming up in the summer. Then you got the Fall Leagues and the Fall Showcase. Uh, I believe it'll be back at River Bluff High School um, this fall. So um, we talked a little bit, a little bit about the the routine to get ready for bed. You always make sure you hydrate and all that stuff. Um, um, but one of the questions that that I was I was told to ask you from my family. Um, they obviously all love from our from our side. Is um, do you see yourself? like everyone else sees you um as a normal teenager i love I, it I, yeah that's, that's exactly what i am i'm just i'm just a kid who loves baseball and, and and i i just think that that's the only way to describe me is a kid who loves the game of baseball it's beautiful man i had a, i forget who it was was so 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 excited that something pj did and they saw you somewhere and did something and I was like, dude, all I know is I saw him at the house the other day and him and Braden were talking about freezing fish and putting them in the freezer. I don't know. You know, he's just a he's a 16 year old kid that's pretty damn good at baseball. All right. <laughs> um, what's your favorite food? Oh, my. Don't even get me started. I just ate it. Let's go. Um, black and mahi mahi. Black and mahi mahi. That's I like that. Now, is, is it, it can can it be frozen and you cook it, or does it have to be fresh from a, from a seafood shack? I mean, shoot, mahi mahi is mahi mahi. If I mean, <laughs> I you know I grew up in Florida, and that's that's basically all we ate every day was some mahi mahi. Black um, and who's cooking? Who's cooking the black at the house? Man, you already know Perry's cooking that black. Okay, mahi. I fig I figured <laughs> I figured Perry. I can just see him out there with some tongs and some man just. Just oh, locked yeah. in. What, oh. Watch the temperature of the fish. Love it. Yeah, he's looking like Gordon Ramsay out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, now? Obviously, with all the the places you go to play baseball and everything like that. Um, but what's what's the coolest field? Obviously, not besides Greenway Park. Um, what's the coolest field that you've you've had a chance to play on? You know, I've been I've been fortunate enough to play in a, a, a lot of cool cool uh, fields and really nice opportunities. Um, I think actually play on the field was probably South Carolina. Nice. Yeah, I mean that was that was 
you know that's a, that's a college college field d1 sec and you you know you a lot of people were there watching i i, I really can't name a better experience than playing there yeah you were in eighth grade and hit an absolute rocket bomb foul oh, by three feet so was oh, a, yeah. it was a good day. day you got one out in bp too i don't think people realize that you hit one out that day in bp i saw it uh, so. i i i did see it but i was too focused on trying to hit another one <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of guys around like that get out like yeah it's, it actually bounced across the road like yeah it's, it's over there go get it i'll get it when we leave i'll stop over there at the, the little gas station and pick it up um what's what's your favorite baseball moment to date definitely winning the dixie youth world series uh, i, I think it. yeah you know with all the people i was playing with and Co- coach john hayes and my dad and and coach greg gomes you know that's just uh, that coach was gomesy a- great family oh, oh yeah Oh yeah, so that was just a great group of guys that got put together, and we we absolutely smoked it. Yeah, that was, that was just definitely my best baseball moment. That's awesome. I was lucky enough last year in my travels to come run across Grandma Gomes, and um, she is just one of the most fantastic ladies um, to ever walk this planet. And she's she's an angel. Absolutely. Um, speaking, um, we don't have to touch on it. I know he, he would get mad at me uh, for touching on it, but you don't have to say anything. But um, obviously, me and PJ can't do a podcast without just giving a shout out to this random guy named Mr. Pete. We love you, Mr. Pete. Mr. Pete, what a legend. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> legend. There it is. The baseball angel as is what I call him. So to wrap it up, man. Um, you got a lot of stuff going on. You got you got going to you're finishing out your Canes uh, season. First off, um, that Ultimate Baseball Championship trophy. I've always wondered with uh, the Canes, the Dirt Bags, Five Star, uh, so on and so forth. Where does that trophy go? Is Corey Welch? Is it in Corey's car? Or where does that? Where Coach Hux has it? Where's it at? I think it's with all the other trophies that Canes wins. <laughs> I have really no idea. You know, it might be at the Canes headquarters. They- I know that. I know that uh, Coach Hux hangs up all the banners that we get, but I have okay. no idea what that trophy is. Okay, they they have they, they, at this point the Canes just rented a warehouse to keep everything. So yeah, exactly. It's, it's beautiful, man. So, um, but what what are your future goals uh, moving forward? Right now, you're going into your junior year of high school. Um, I know that there's a lot of um, there's always going to be a lot of talk around you. Um, you should you should go to DR. You should go here. You should go there. You're moving into your junior year at Somerville. What's what's your goals moving forward as you as you get closer to, to reaching that dream at Mississippi State? Um, there's a few, you know, events that I want to make. There's a few goals that I have. Obviously, the first one, and now that you'll be a part of it. Which congratulations! I didn't say it earlier, but congratulations on joining us. Thanks, you know, brother. Excited. Family. Um, that's. That's one of my goals: win a state championship ring. That's that's what I want. I want I want it in my room. So so that's what I uh, that's that's one of my main goals. But um, I just got done with that East Coast Pro Showcase today, or uh, tryout today, and so like, that's my second goal: is making that event. And then um, going into my senior year, I want to make that All American PG event. Um, so that that would be a huge huge deal. Um, and then of course it's, it's go play at Mississippi State and, and and then end up playing my dream of you know trying to make it to the show that grind i love it man so um i don't i don't think we're breaking any any laws here actually i know we're not but you got to keep the listeners intrigued um in this day and age of name image likeness um you know how 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 often are you contacted you know are you are you looking to are you looking for a lucrative deal i know there's a company out there that that says pj Morlando can 
can uh, make can can help us be the face of our company. Oh, there's there there is there is a lot, but in in the state of South Carolina, it's it's illegal to have NIL deals unless you're at like a baseball academy school. So what I'm doing is is I'm making sure that I'm staying in contact and just making sure that I'm keeping up with them until I get to uh, Mississippi State and you know make sure that I can go and sign deals and stuff with them. But right now it's just trying to see however many followers I can get because that's what they want. They want the the NIL is what it stands for. So, um, you know, you try to build up as much fan base as you can through uh, social media and then walk in there with um, with a certain amount. And, and, you know, that's what that's what they want. Guys, you you are listening to a generational talent. Um, don't don't take it lightly. Um, you know, with all the respect you get, I feel a lot of people um, do not understand uh, what they're watching when they come to the ballpark and watch you because they've never seen it before. And I mean that with all honesty, uh, wholeheartedly. Um, you have the Bryce Harper, the, the kid out of high school. This Bryce Harper kid is going to be a stud. You have this Mike Trout kid going to be a stud. Uh, King Griffey Jr. going to be a stud. Um, PJ Orlando is right there in that same exact um, breath with those guys. Man, I'm so proud of you, proud of everything. Uh, you do. I'm lucky, lucky to, um, I, I can call you a friend. You're my guy. I love you, man. I'm excited to share a dugout with you. Um, but before we end it, I have the one question that's on a lot of people's minds and it's always on my mind. And I get asked this a lot. When you go in the first round of the draft, are you going to Starkville? You know, it's, 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 a, it's a situation where everybody on my hand has to agree on. It's, it's something that has to follow with on within God's plan for me. Um, either way, I'm just, I'm very blessed and I'm excited to go play at Mississippi State, but um, it's whatever road that is next for me. So I, I really don't know at this moment, but um, either way, I'm just excited to play the game of baseball, wherever it is. You speak with a veteran's mantra, man. I absolutely love everything about you. Um, I'm pumped you came on here. I know there's there could be some talks maybe of of a, a more PJ Orlando podcast. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, if, if that's what somebody wants, you know, it's, it's, it's there and it's there and I'm willing to do it. That'd be so cool, man. I will, uh, let's, we'll let's go ahead and set this up. I'll text you after. We'll, uh, uh, when you get back from, from Hoover, we'll come over and I'll, I'll show you what to do and how to download it and you'll be set to go. Sounds good to me. Hey, I appreciate everything, everything you've done and I love you. And I can't, I can't wait to, to be in the same dugout with you as well. And I, I want to compete for the state ring. And you're going to bring us closer to it. So let's rock and roll, brother. Hey, man. Best is the standard. I absolutely love it. Um, I love God is great, man. Um, God has blessed us with uh, great families, um, great baseball lives. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing, man. you got a beautiful family. You keep rocking. Keep doing your thing. Be safe in your travels all summer. And we can't wait to see you back here um, in the Ville at the end of the summer. Obviously, I'll probably see you next week. Yes, sir. Probably. Don't <laughs> All right. Love you, man. Reason. Appreciate everything. Awesome. You're a stud. Uh, hey, just keep being PJ. Yes, sir. Always. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right. Bye-bye.